This is the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast, episode 54. Today's episode is a goodie. If you have any interest in, oh, I don't know, reducing inflammation, lessening pain, improving the condition of the skin, then you're going to like today's episode because it's all about the magnificent blue essential oils. You're listening to the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast with your host, Liz Fulcher. If you're interested in learning about essential oils, hearing interviews with industry experts, and discovering ways to grow your own aromatherapy business, this is the podcast for you. For more information and show notes, visit the website at aromaticwisdominstitute.com. Now sit back, relax, take a deep breath, and enjoy as Liz shares a dose of aromatic wisdom. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast, where every week I share something to educate or inspire you on your aromatic journey. I'd like to start today by recommending another aromatherapy podcast. I have a colleague who's also my friend. Her name is Melissa Holman, and her podcast is called Aromatic Chat. She interviews registered clinical and certified aromatherapists from all over the world. And they talk about how these various aromatherapists use essential oils in their business and in their personal lives. A podcast like Melissa has, where she's speaking to aromatherapists from all walks of life who are all doing different things with aromatherapy, can give you an idea, A, of all the things that can be done with this profession. And if you're new to aromatherapy, it may start to give you some sense of your personal direction that you may want to go. I'll put a link to Melissa's podcast in today's show notes. You'll find those at aromaticwisdompodcast.com forward slash 54. Okay, are you ready to learn about the blue oils? You might want to hit pause and get a pen and paper to take notes because there is a lot to cover. So why are certain essential oils called the blue oils, air quotes? It's because they're literally a beautiful blue color when they come out of the still and out of your bottle. Although the blue color varies a little bit between the different blue oils, the color always reminds me of Blue India ink, if anyone knows what that is. And yes, the blue oils will stain your fabrics and your linens. I get asked that all the time when I start talking about the blue oils. So you have to be mindful about where you're using it and how you're using the oils, just in terms of stain. Now, they won't stain the skin, but when you first apply a blue oil, even when it's in a carrier, the skin appears kind of bluish, almost like a little bruise. But once it's absorbed into the skin, the color completely disappears. So don't worry about staining the skin. There are nine blue essential oils that can be used in aromatherapy. But today I'm just going to touch on the four that I personally deem to be the most common and those that you'll really want to keep at least one as part of your basic aromatherapy toolkit, especially if you're doing therapeutic work on the body. Blue oils also have a very significant place in energetic work because of their color. But today I'm going to be mostly addressing the, the therapeutic applications to the physical body, not so much the energetic body. That will be in another episode. So I want to repeat something I just said because it bears repeating. 
if you're doing any kind of therapeutic work with essential oils, you're going to want to have at least one blue oil in your aromatherapy kit. Because when it comes to addressing inflammation, (laughs) here's a little ditty you can remember. Once you go blue, nothing else will do. I know, I'm a cornball. So here are the four blue essential oils featured in today's episode. They are German chamomile, Metricaria chamomila, blue tansy, Tanacetum annuum, yarrow, Achillea millifolium, and blue cypress, Calitris intratropica. These four essential oils have their own unique individual chemistry, but they do share the common property of being highly anti-inflammatory. I'm going to be touching on each of those four oils very briefly because the objective of today's show is really about what makes a blue oil special and the chemistry that creates the magic that is the blue oils. Okay, where are my aroma nerds? We're going to look at that chemistry. Now, we know that essential oils are made up of hundreds of naturally occurring components, right? It's these components that give each essential oil their unique characteristics, the aroma, viscosity, the benefits, the hazards, and yes, even the color. Now, hang on to your taters. It's about to get wild. All four of the blue essential oils that we're talking about today contain no blue color in the plant. However, the plant does contain an anti-inflammatory agent called matricin. This matricin is an anti-inflammatory agent. As I said, it is present in the plants of the four essential oils we're talking about. Now, when the plant gets distilled, there's a transformation that happens called biosynthesis. And this matricin becomes a new component called azulene. Azulene is blue. It may be chemistry, but I call it the PFM factor. Pure freaking magic. You know, initially, the poor essential oil distillers were confused. They thought that the oil was turning blue as a result of a reaction from the copper in the still. So they tried distilling the plants in stainless. It didn't matter. The oil was still pouring out of the still, this stunning blue color. And that's when they understood that it's the actual process of the steam distillation that biosynthesizes the matricin into azulene. And in fact, it's the actual heat in the steam distillation process that makes this happen. Now, I confess, I'm a complete word nerd. So you're just going to get to hear me talk about the word azulene for a minute, but I know that it's going to help you remember the chemistry. So The color azure is the blue of a clear sky. There's a stone called lapis lazul. It is blue. Azulejo is a glazed, uh, usually blue ceramic tile. The French Riviera is called Côte d'Azur in French, meaning the blue coast. And finally, I have to go with my Italians. The Italian professional soccer team wear blue shirts. So they're called the Blues, or in Italian, they're called gli azzurri. So hopefully, remembering that the color blue is azure, and everything that has the word azul in it very often refers to something that is blue, will help you remember that azuline is what makes those four blue oils the color blue. Now, 
Jeannie Rose, this, the legendary herbalist, aromatherapist Jeannie Rose, wrote a really good in-depth blog post about nine blue oils. And in her blog post, she writes about the experience of doing a distillation of plants that contain um, matricine and watching them come out blue as the matricine becomes azulene. So in her blog post, Jeannie writes, The magic of distillation is being able to observe and watch something colorless change into something gorgeous blue. There is pure magic to distilling with the plants that contain matricin. There's that magical alchemical moment when you're distilling and the matricine dies and becomes something new. It changes within the blink of an eye from the plant's colorless, clear essential oil liquid and turns the perfect blue of the azulene. Jeannie's blog post is really long. There are two parts, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes. You can find that link in the show notes at aromaticwisdompodcast.com forward slash 54. That's five four. All right, hang in there. Just a little bit more chemistry. There are two particular components that are derivatives of azulene. They are camazuline, which is found in German chamomile, yarrow, and blue tansy. And the other component is called guayazuline, which is found in blue cypress. Camazuline and guayazuline share really similar chemical structure, and they have the same benefits. Both components are known for their anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, wound healing, skin soothing, pain relieving, and allergy fighting abilities. They make great antihistamine essential oils. And of course, these are all the properties that the blue oils are coveted for. I do want to just make a point here that Unfortunately, there are some unscrupulous suppliers out there, essential oil suppliers, who will add dyes to essential oils to give them a richer color. And that is why I like using oils from companies that offer third-party GCMS testing, so that I can personally see with my own eyes the breakdown of the naturally occurring components that are found in a uh, specific batch of essential oil. At this point, I've decided I'm not going to do a breakdown of each one of the oils because I feel, as an educator, that it's going to start to dilute, see what I did there, the message of this particular episode. What I really wanted to impart was that there are blue oils, that they all share very amazing properties of inflammation and so forth, as I've mentioned, and what causes them to be blue, the chemistry, how remarkable it is. I do have one blog post that I wrote about German chamomile, and I used to do something which I really need to get back to called Fragrant Friday, and I would write a blog post on a Friday giving a profile of one essential oil, kind of a spotlight blog post. So I'll put a link to the German chamomile blog post that I did, and I'm motivated now to do a blog post on each of the other three oils, the blue cypress, yarrow, and the blue tansy. Because, you know, I have so much free time. (laughs) Ah, if I had a 40-hour day, I would still fill it full. I'm so blessed. My life is full. I have work that I love. I have people in my life that I love. 
And I have you, my beautiful listeners, trust me, I feel so connected to you guys. And especially when I hear back from you. Oh, dear, I'm starting to gush. My moon in cancer is showing. How about we take a moment and just smell my life? This segment of Smell My Life isn't particularly profound, but it's honest. And this week, we had a couple of rainy days here in Pennsylvania. And I love the sunshine. I am a, I could be a lizard. I like a dry, hot weather. And when it gets moist and dark, I don't like it. I want my sunshine. So what I'll do is I'll bring out lemon and orange and grapefruit and all my citruses to help brighten my mood. And I found myself using them in massage quite a bit this week with my clients so that I would have the benefit of them as well as my clients. I'm very mindful when I'm using phototoxic essential oils, such as grapefruit and lemon. Orange is not a problem because I am using these oils in a massage and then my people go outside. So I always talk to them about it, make sure that they're wearing either long sleeves or most people are just not outside very long when it's a rainy, terrible day like that, going from the building to their car. So I felt it was fine to use these oils on their skin and of course, well diluted. So that was one way I used aromatics this week to keep my mood high and my spirits lifted and to keep myself feeling cheerful on a rainy gray day. And hopefully it affected my massage clients as well. That concludes episode 54 of the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you learned something new and that you found the transformation of what happens to the blue oils as fascinating as I still find it, even after all these years. It still um, amazes me and impresses me what, what Mother Nature can do. It's been a long time since I've done a podcast episode on the vibrational energetic aspects of aromatherapy. So tune in next week when I talk about that. And don't forget, check out my Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash aromatic wisdom. Until next time, my friends, be happy, be well. <laughs>